So let's get into new music. There's so much. There's actually a lot on here, and there's some stuff not on here that uh, I do want to briefly mention. But on this list, what was the first thing you ran to? What were your favorites? Like, what did you get into this weekend? The first thing I ran to was probably the Jack Harlow song, just because I kept hearing it on TikTok and on Instagram, and like the beat was just like insane to me. Like, yeah. I, it was one of the best beats I've heard come out this year, and I feel like Jack Harlow is good for one of those. He's been good for one of those since he came out, but I think that's the first one I really ran to. And I also want to say I think Jack Harlow is like a master marketer because the song was good, but it wasn't like once you got past that first little part, I feel like the verse was kind of just like he could have gone way, gone way crazier on that verse than he did. Yeah, it was like just all right. Yeah, like yeah. Um. Oh, briefly, I did. That was that was one rap album. I would have nominated Jack Man for a rap album of the year. I would have done oh, yeah. that. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. that. I yeah, but I like the I like the song too, "Loving on Me." I enjoyed it. That was probably I won't say it was my favorite single, um, but it was one. It was definitely a good song. I think um, coming off of Jack Man, pause. Coming off of Jack Man, I think that <laughs> the uh, he needed to get back in his little poppy bag. So it was like, all right, I get it. But it was a good song. It was it was solid. You're right. He, he's a good marketer. What else did you listen to? I want to talk about Lola Brooke because I, bro, Lola Brooke is one of those artists that I first heard her on that Joe Budden podcast episode. Like they played her, like the Don't Play With It song when that blew up. And I wasn't really, she's, she's big on like TikTok. She's a big face. And I feel like she's right. a real personality. But then I came and listened to this album and I heard one of the first songs came on. I think the first one I actually clicked on was the one with Coyla Ray. And I heard her come on and I was like, bro, is this pop smoke? Like I was like, it's like her voice, the way she was rapping deep as hell. I was like, I was like this is crazy. But then you actually get into some of the other beats that are like, I think she, um, she, uh, oh my God, sampled uh, Don't Be Greedy by DMX. That's what it sounded like to me on one of those songs. But um, just some of the beats on here and then her verses to match on here were crazy. And I just feel like she was really, she was getting her shit off on this album. Like, I will definitely say that. Okay. I'm, I definitely got to check it out. I didn't, I listened to like one or two songs and I didn't, there's like, it's one of those things where it's like, there's so much. I wasn't able yeah. to get through the whole project, but I want to listen to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I agree with you. She has that, like her voice is just so deep. It's, it's, it's just like Pop Smoke. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Bro. It is like Pop Smoke in that way. So I'm glad to hear that you like some of the songs on here and I'll definitely give it a listen this week. Um, anything else? Did you listen to Chris Brown or Larry June? Did you get to either of those? I did get into Larry June a little bit, and Chris Brown. I listened to almost all of that album. The Larry June, I didn't get into as much. I listened to a couple songs. You know, Larry, I'm, it's always going to be high quality, smooth music. I like to call like with him, and sometimes you know, like West Side Gun. I like to call what they do like luxury rap. Like it sounds like the highest quality of like rap music and. It, it's still in the roots of it though like that's like hip-hop if we're gonna say all oh, best hip-hop albums of the year i might even throw larry june in there like obviously a lot of people aren't gonna be talking about larry june he's not up there yet but he had one of the better rap like projects of the year with alchemist like for yeah. sure yeah i um what i will say about that project the project was called um the midnight shift wait the night shift mm -hmm. um the producer is cardo and cardo I don't know if you know a lot of the songs he's produced. He produced a lot of stuff for a lot of people. He produced Laugh Now, Cry Later for Drake, uh, Drake and Lil Durk, Big Shot, Kendrick Lamar, God's Plan, Drake. Um, 
God by Kendrick Lamar, Goosebumps, Travis Scott, uh, that part, Schoolboy Q, 100 <laughs> The Game, uh, Seeing It All, Jeezy and Jay-Z. So he has, like, he's known for, like, he's a big hip-hop producer. And I enjoy a lot of those songs, as most people do. Mm-hmm. But when these two get together, they have, like, a very, it's a very West Coast sound, bro. And, like, I'm not... I'm not anti that type of production, but it's just not something I go back to because they have a they have another project together that they did, yeah. I think two years ago or a year ago, and I didn't particularly enjoy that one in like the list of Larry June's discography. You know what I'm saying? Like just that type of production doesn't like grab me. So it's like it's not bad. There's songs on here I enjoyed, like the Two Chains record I liked, but compared to the Alchemist project, I didn't like this one as much. You know what I'm saying? It's not a bad, it's not a bad album, but I didn't like it as much as the last one. Yeah, I feel like um that West Coast sound is kind of hard to get into depending on the person. Like I feel like the two people where it never misses for me personally is um YG and Blast. Like those two, when yeah. I hear it from them, I always want to hear it. But um there's some other people like I am the biggest proponent of like I do not like E40. Like I think E40 is one of the most. You don't like E40. Things. I do not like E40. Maybe it's his voice. Maybe it's the the thing. I don't know. I don't like E40, bro. Like I just think he is. I might even get killed for this by the old heads, but like I think he is one of the most overrated rappers of all time. Like honestly, that's crazy. I, think, I don't think. I just personally don't think he has like. Hot, like he has good songs he's been good feature it been on good features like i don't fuck with you one of my favorite songs ever bro ever bro but no i'm just not a big e40 fan yeah i i hear you i hear you i definitely uh i know little russell does that type of sound sometimes oh. and like he's had a couple projects where he did that i didn't like him so i hear i hear what you're saying bro i hear what you're saying but i will give larry june the product of full listen for sure he has some interesting features on there um, some features I wasn't expecting, if I'm being honest. Uh, I'm going to run through some of them. Uh, the album was 17 songs. It's 52 minutes long. Uh, in terms of features, he had 2 Chains, Dej Loaf, Schoolboy Q. Alchemist was on here rapping, which was interesting. Blast, Too Short, Jordan Ward, who is somebody I haven't been able to get into all the way, but everybody is talking good about him. So I'm interested to hear that song. And then Payroll, Giovanni, and somebody named Alamin. So it's it's dope to see as an independent artist him being able to get like like that's a pretty good list of people. Like I don't see Schoolboy Q do many features outside of Top Dog. So that was cool to see. I definitely gotta I didn't hear that Dej Loaf song. I wanna hear that. I feel like Dej Loaf will pop out with a good verse every now and then, bro. Yeah. Where is Dej Loaf, bro? Where is she? The chilling, bro. She probably, I think she made so much money off of Try Me, bro. Like, she, she's still making money off that. I hear that outside all the time, bro. Chris Brown, 11 and 11. Um, what did you think of it? Did you listen to it? How did you like it? Um, I listened to it in spots, and I think I need to listen to it like the whole way through to hear how it's really sequenced. But I ran the certain stuff first, and then um, I'm a big like if the name of the song is interesting, I'll click on it because I want to hear what it sounds like based off the name. Um, but I went through it, and obviously with some of the singles he released, I think you were expecting more of an Afrobeats kind of project. Yeah. And to me, it felt like it had some of that thrown in there, but it wasn't like. That's not what it was, but it was a good project. That's the thing. Uh, either way, it was a really good yeah. Chris Brown project. It's probably one of the ones that one of the better ones I've heard from him in, a, in the past couple of years. And I think since um, 
call me every day. He's really been on a run of like quality music, bro. Like I, I remember when we, I put that up on the page. Call me every day, and that's yeah, that song was crazy. But it was a quality album. Good album. I agree. I agree with you. Um, I'm tired of artists doing this to me. I'm tired of artists doing this to me. First, I said, yo, Travis Scott, Afro B. Talbo. And then <laughs> I look crazy. And then I was like, oh, Chris Brown. I think, and I'm going to say, I think Chris Brown is the only artist, the only American artist, I would say, go full Afro beats. Go full Afro. Do like a 10 song. Do a seven song EP. Just do it. Like You're the only one where I'd be like, because I thought this was going to be it. I thought this was going to be it. You lead with. You lead with the Davido and LoJ track, which is fire. Then you go to the Byron Messiah track, which is fire. I'm like, bro, just just go all the way. Just go all the way. But regardless, I agree with you. I do think this is a good project. I want to listen to it more, top to bottom. Um, but I did like it a lot. I think uh, Friday's a good feature artist. Friday's, he's entering that, uh, that blast bag for me. They don't sound the same, but in terms of like, what they do, they they do the hooks and they they're good for a good bridge every now and then. I like that, so I'm definitely interested to. I'm definitely going to get more into this project. This one probably more than any of the other ones, if I'm being honest. Um, and then there's two projects we have on here that I didn't listen to. I'm gonna be honest, but Kodak Black when I was dead. Um, I just do want to note that this is his first project off of Atlantic Records. He's on uh, Universal. Um, Capital Records, which is interesting, still one of the big three. But if you saw that um, the the Drink Champs freestyle he had, he said Ti and Big, uh, um, who was it? Ti and somebody else was trying to get him off of Atlantic, and he's off of Atlantic. Did you listen to this at all? What do you think of him changing record labels? Do you have any thoughts on this? I thought it was worth noting. Um, I did listen to some of this. Um, I always, I feel like Kodak has been putting out good projects since 2022, except for the, um, pills and I it was, I think pills and hearts or something like that. Like it was the album where he was wearing pink on the front, but that's probably the only project. Pistols and pearls. Really yeah. Pistols and pearls. Yeah. But, um, he, that's probably the only project from him I really haven't liked in the past couple of years. Like he's been putting out pretty quality rap and I just feel like outside of that, I personally be worried about Kodak. Like he's always been super hard to understand. He's always kind of like had this like different way he talked. Like and even being around some of the people in Florida, like some of them do just kind of talk off, and you gotta it takes you a second to understand yeah. what they're saying. But I genuinely think that he's one of those artists that lean too much into the drug thing, and he actually was is like on it crazy. Like I even it, it's hard for me to listen to stuff like that now sometimes just because. It's not like positive content, in my opinion. It's feeding the wrong thing to the people who are listening to it. Like, I feel like I, Young Boy dropped a project too. I didn't listen to it because the first thing he said okay. on the album, he was talking about something with K2. And I was like, okay, I'm good. I don't want to listen to it. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not putting this on no more because I just feel like listening to that stuff, you start to think about that stuff and that stuff manifests when you listen to certain types of music. But there was good music on here. I did listen to some of it but i think i'll have more next week because it'll it'll come back up i feel like kodak i kind of it takes me a while to get through his stuff but yeah i agree with you i think i saw an interesting clip with uh joe budden talking about like and this comes up every year or two years and i've been a big proponent of like listening to alternative types of music for that same reason like we talked on here about like dirk and young boy and like how i 
they're clearly good at what they do, but I just can't listen to what they're talking about. Um, that Kodak, I I thought about that Kodak freestyle for like three days, bro, because it reminded me, it's a moment in hip hop where it reminded me of like when I talked about DJ Academics like a year ago or something like that. I made a video on him and it was like, people hate DJ Academics, but he's like prominent and big. And the question is why? And it's one of those things where it's like, I feel like in music, especially black culture and hip hop, when things like arise and become popular or waves in that point, you have to ask why. You have to ask why they are that. And you know what I mean? Like Kodak being popular and a proponent of drugs, it's like, I think like a lot of these people are a reflection of the community that they're serving. You know what I'm saying? Like DJ Academics is a, he is a reflection of the people that have similar or the same ideologies as him. And I don't agree with the majority of things he says, but you have to think about like, why is he popular? People are agreeing with what he says to an extent. So it's like, you have to, you have to address that in some way. And I do think that Kodak is in this, a similar situation. And the clip I saw from Joe Budden was him on another podcast talking about like how if they want to, if they want to cancel you or they want to put the kibosh on what you're doing, they will. If they don't want to hear what you're saying, they will do that. And so you have, and I'll, this is where I end it, but you have to ask why these people are being uh, promoted in that way. Like, why are they, yeah. why are they so, like, why is their message so large and only our community type of shit? And um, while I do think it is definitely something we steer away from, Kodak is like, like that freestyle was so powerful to me, bro. It was, it's in the same way I said that Cobra song by Meg was hip hop. Like that was hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like it was yeah. just truth and brutal honesty, for better or worse. And that's that that's a theme I'm I'm seeing come up in a lot of the stuff I'm writing about just black altogether, for better or worse. This is just like where we're at. This is this is us. And it's crazy to see it. But he's a great rapper. I wanna I wanna listen to this. I wanna see how it goes, but yeah, I haven't listened to it. Saint Michael by Trippy Red. I I'm not gonna lie. The last Trippy Red project that I thoroughly enjoyed was uh, I'm I'm gonna find it. It was uh, what is this? Life's a trip, and that was five years ago. So I didn't even look at this one, but I did see he had a song on there called uh, called Seven A.M. in Ohio, and people were clowning it because they were like, he thought he was Drake. Did you listen to this? <laughs> what did you think of it? Um, I just put it on there because I kind of have had the same issue with Trippy Red for the um, past couple of years. Like, there hasn't been a lot of full albums from him where I was sitting there like, I really messed with this. Like, I feel like Trip at Night, I personally liked, but Life's a Trip was probably the last one where I was like, this full album, I'm really messing with this. But this one, it was an EP, and I felt like it was more in the vein of Life's a Trip and kind of like those Can You Rap Like Me songs like i feel like it was more in the vein of that and it was that song is crazy rocky. dude all of both of them are like one part one and part two are crazy but like i yeah. feel like he was more so rapping on here there was chiller vibes on here it wasn't like there was only really one song on there where it came on i heard the little uh, like the little haha the little real rock thing and i was like i'm good I'm, i was yeah. like i'll skip this one and then it went to the next one and it was back to the the same vibe but i feel like like I said, it's more in that vein of life's a trip. And that's kind of why I put it on here because it was something that I checked out because I was just scrolling. I saw it and I wasn't expecting to see that. But I would definitely say go check out okay. that Trippy Red album. Okay. I'll take your word for it. I'll give it a listen. If you say it's good, I'll give it a listen. 
Um, but other than that, it was like I said, it was a lot of music we got through this week. Um, there were two singles, well, three singles I want to mention quickly: Omale, Holy Ghost. Um, Omale is one of my favorite Afrobeats artists. Period. He put Boy Alone out last year, and that's one of my favorite albums in me- recent memory. Like I listen to that one just as much as I listen to uh, More Love, Less Ego by Wizkid. Maybe more. You know what I'm saying? He's one of those art. He's not gonna sit here and he's not gonna be in your face all the time. Where he's not gonna be putting out music all the time. So he'll go ghost and he doesn't post on socials. He doesn't really do content like that. He's been doing a couple interviews, so I know he's got an album coming out. But he did this. Uh, he did. He debuted this at a concert, and so I do think he has a project coming out. I like the song. It's not nothing crazy, but the thing I know I knew about Boy Alone was that. Um, my favorite songs on it now were not my favorite songs when I heard it first. It's one of those things where he's an album artist. He's an album artist. He's making a complete body of work. And so I'm not going to judge it too much on what I heard so far. I feel like the project's going to be fire, but song was solid. Um, and then Black Sheriff. This is probably one of my favorite Black Sheriff singles he's put out in just period. I like it a lot. It's called Oh No. Um, it came out in the middle of the week and I really liked it. Um, I'm excited. This when I was saying the last time he dropped was he's trying to find his sound, and I like this one. This this song is like he's very melodic throughout, but he can rap for real. Like his voice is just very unique, and so I hope he stays in this lane. If he's releasing more music, we'll see. But I enjoyed that single, and then I had one more song I wanted you to hear live, and I just heard it. That L Alpha <laughs> drop boy, L Alpha dropped his album and. I want to say whoever, yeah, whoever, a whole album. And remember, we talked, he signed the deal a couple of weeks ago. And I think that's yeah. why he was holding the album for the deal. Whoever's over at Spotify, y'all fucked up. Y'all fucked up. I didn't get any notifications, any messages about this. And he wasn't on the new music Latin playlist. He wasn't on my new release playlist. This is a problem. This is a problem. It might be because he's independent. He's completely independent. Like we said, he's working with an outside party. That might be why. But whoever's over there, y'all fucked up. Y'all fucked up because this project is fire. Um, that single, that's uh, Akita da Smoke, El Alpha, Pop Smoke, and Junior H. I'm interested to know if they recorded this prior. I think they might have recorded this before he he passed away because that sounds crazy. And um, I haven't talked about it on here, but Pop Smoke is Panamanian. And he was one of those, like, at, right before the thing happened, I'm not going to talk about him passing but like right before the thing happened he was uh you could see him getting into different types of music with different artists like him playing burner boy or connecting with burner boy for a bit some panamanian artists you know what i'm saying so like it wouldn't surprise me if he actually recorded this like they had connected and he recorded this for him you know what i'm saying not like how they just have like a whole hard drive of stuff from an artist but i'm excited for this project um it's 20 songs an hour and 10 minutes long the features are Pasmo junior h Rick Ross, uh, BZRD, Peso Pluma, Noriel, Bryant Myers, De La Ghetto, Domba Montana, um, and some other artists. I'm not really aware of who these people are. It's a lot of it's a lot of people on here. I don't know. Lil John, um, Yandel. So I'm excited for this. I, I I love Lil Alpha. So this was a complete surprise to me, and the fact that I didn't know until we were about to record kind of disappointed me. But I'm excited we got the music. 
I'm definitely gonna check this out. And I agree with you on that pop smoke thing. Like what I was thinking when I was listening to the song was like, bro, it's so sad how how that happened just because he was really getting to that point where he was switching his sound. He was transitioning from that the New York drill sound a little bit. He was trying some new stuff. And even to hear him on that, like I feel like he really fit on it. Like and the fact that he's yes. now that doesn't surprise me. Like I didn't even know that, but that doesn't surprise me. Like mm. Yeah, it was fire. It was it was dope. 